This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and the internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Does God have a plan for you? Is God even pertinent or important to your daily life? Or better yet, are you important to Him? What, if any, significance could your life have in God's great scheme of things? Let's find out. Here's Pastor Lee Lavig with today's message, Life is God's Gift. Hello friends, I wonder if there are days where you feel like life is meaningless, or that you're stuck in mediocrity, or you're held back from embracing your dreams. I think it was Helen Keller that once said, life is a daring adventure or nothing at all. In our worship time together today, we want to talk about how life is God's precious gift to each one of us, and that we fully embrace our purpose in life when we walk by faith in harmony with God. Let's pray together. Lord God, as we're together in worship, hearing your word with hearts and minds open to you, I pray that you would speak to us from your word and that we would understand who you've created us to be, why we're here, and how we can live in a way that honors you. Bless our time together in Jesus' name. Amen.
Today's scripture is from Psalm 139, beginning with verse 13. For you, O Lord, formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. And your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were written all the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I should count them, they would outnumber the sand. And when I awake... I am still with you. Thus far we share God's word. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I know that it's the spirit friends, grace and peace are always for you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our God. Amen. Life is God's beautiful gift to you. In this global pandemic coronavirus year, my wife Denise and I have watched more television in this last nine months than probably the last five years put together. One of the programs that we've watched with enjoyment is a program called Call the Midwife. 
The plot line of the story is set in a poor section of London, England, in the early 1960, where a group of sisters, together with some professional nurses, function as midwives in this impoverished section of London. So there's all kinds of storylines going on about life challenges, family dynamics, marital struggles, prejudice, immigration, unemployment, teenage pregnancy. All these dynamics are going on. But in the middle of all these storylines is this constant of babies being born, of life continuing to come. Someone has said that a child's birth is a sign that God has not given up on humanity. And these stories show us in a vivid way the wonder of life as a baby is born. Wouldn't you agree that life is precious? Whether you're standing in a hospital room where a mother is giving birth or you watch the child's first steps, the first bike ride, the first day at school, or go to the whole other end of the education spectrum when they graduate from high school or college. Maybe it's when a father walks down the aisle with his daughter and the pastor at the wedding says, who gives this woman to be married to this man? And we think, life is precious. Every day, every chapter of life is precious. It's true even when life is dark or difficult or we face great adversity, even if we stand by an empty grave and lay to rest someone who has been loved and influential in our lives. Life is God's precious gift. So many of us have seen the classic movie, It's a Wonderful Life, a story where Jimmy Stewart plays the character George Bailey, who's frustrated with life, thinking that he's not fulfilling his dreams. And then an angel, Charlie, has to show George Bailey what life would be like if he'd never existed. And then he comes to realize how many lives he's touched by his love, his kindness, his compassion, his abilities, that he's blessed people in life. I would say that to every one of you, that God who gave you life uses your life to bless and influence other people, that life in the big picture of God's perspective would not be the same if you'd never existed. The God who designed you for his purposes is using your life in a vital way for his purposes in this world. You need to embrace the truth that life is God's gift, and you, by virtue of who God made you to be, are a gift to this world. So we might ask the question in the wrestling or celebrating with the truth God gives us, the gift of life, we might wonder, well, who am I, and what is my intended purpose, and is God even relevant to my daily life journey? The moment you say that God is the source of life, or think about the truth that God in heaven literally rejoiced the day you were born, then all those questions about who we are and what our purpose is resonates with 
the truth that there is a God, he's the source of love and life, and that he has created you for his purposes and for his glory. So those verses that we shared from Psalm 139 tell us so poignantly that each one of us is fearfully and wonderfully made. We're woven together by God, the master artist. You're God's masterpiece. It says that you were skillfully wrought in your mother's womb. In the book of Genesis, chapters 1 and 2, it tells us how God created all life, the world, the cosmos. But that by his power and his word, people are created in his image. You are no accident. In Isaiah 43, we read how God says that we're precious to him, that he wants to honor us. To me, that means that God wants to brag about the truth that you are his created child and that he loves you to death and that he wants to elevate you and shine the light on you to tell you you are very important to him. Each one of you is beautiful by God's design, gifted by God for God's plans in this world. You're vital. But one more thing about that, not only is God the source of life, but he's the father of all creation, and he's your dear father. Jesus said we can call God our Abba, our Daddy. There's a powerful verse in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28. In the Message Bible, it reads this way. A life that is devoted to things is a dead life, like a stump. But a God-shaped life is like a flourishing tree. The atheist philosopher Bertrand Russell once said, Unless you assume the presence of God, then the question of life's purpose is meaningless. I would interpret that to mean that Russell believes, because he doesn't believe God exists, that Russell believes that life really is vain or meaningless. But the opposite is true from a faith perspective. To say that we've been created by God for God, then we discover our purpose when in faith we walk in this world in harmony with God. Only then can we embrace our full glory and our true purpose for which God created us. Now it's important for us to hold on to these precious truths about how God says we're beautiful and gifted and that he is the giver of our life because many of us have experienced difficulty in life where our inner hearts are wounded. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes life is unfair. And sometimes the philosophies of this world attribute values to different people as if some people don't matter. Some people say, unless you have power, you're nobody. Some people attribute value by wealth or looks or accomplishments or athleticism or fame in the world's eyes. Don't let world's philosophies of value attribute value or lack of to you. 
You have been created by God himself, designed beautifully for his purposes. Other people have a wounded sense of self because they're haunted by regrets of what they wish they'd done different at key moments in their life journey. They're walking around with a cloud of guilt or they are defining their value by a sense of shame in their regrets or mistakes. Guilt says, I made a mistake. Shame says, I am a mistake. When shame gets a hold of us, it can drive us down into a deep funk of depression from which it's hard to arise again. Still others of us have a wounded inner self because we've been abused or bullied through many aspects of life. We've been mistreated by many people who have labeled us losers or told that we're no good or we've lived in an atmosphere of hypercritical spirit so that we have a low self-worth. And then you throw into the equation, there is a prince of darkness, Satan, that lies to us in order to hold us down. He wants to use our pain or regrets to control us so that we end up envisioning that Satan is right when he says that we're less than what God intended. And we deduce that we are a failure and we just give up. Well, I've got great news for you. The God who created you beautiful and gifted also has sent Jesus Christ to the world, not only to forgive your regrets and mistakes and sins and take away your guilt and reconcile you into his love, but God has sent Jesus to us to redeem us by his precious blood, to enable us to be resilient as Christ Jesus would heal our inner hearts with his grace and his spirit. Another important reason that we need to believe God's definition of our value, for he is the giver of life, is because we can live with enthusiasm. The word enthusiastic is derived from two little Greek words, en theos, in God. So when we walk with God in harmony, conscious of his presence and his love, it empowers us to expect the good and live each day with enthusiasm for what the day may bring. It's also true, like it says in Romans chapter 8, if God is for us, who can be against us? So that because of God's definition of our precious value and he being the source of life, we live every day in the confidence that God works for us. Why would we approach every day as if we've already lost? Another thing that God's definition of our value gives to us is a courage to live life, to meet its challenges, to face its dangers, to overcome our fears. It says in 1 John 4, 4, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. So I have an infused courage because the spirit of the living God dwells within me and I can face what the life brings. 
courage then also allows me to have the power to persevere in life's difficult moments. It says in Philippians 3 that we press on to lay hold of the purpose for which we were laid hold of by Jesus Christ. So we have the power to push through the difficult moments or to problem solve our difficult challenges. And then we can, because we belong to Christ, embrace the purpose of our creation or the purpose for which Jesus Christ has redeemed us. You remember how Jesus said in response to the question, what is the greatest commandment? And Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then he said, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Only when we love ourselves are we freed up, filled with the Holy Spirit to love other people. So because God says to us that we're beautiful, gifted, and vital, that we are precious in his sight and honored by him. And because Jesus has forgiven us and redeemed us and healed us, then we can truly approach this as a personal life goal. We're going to love God, the source of our life. We're going to love ourselves as God has created us. And we're going to then love other people in his name. I want you to know that God has created you for his glory. He's created you to be used by his purposes. For that reason, you are precious to him. He's also sent Jesus because you're infinitely value, that he might redeem you and that he might heal your heart, that he might reconcile you to live by a faith consciousness in his love. You can heal. You can be resilient. You can have courage for every day. But realize not only that all of life is a gift, but each day is a gift. So that this day, you and I in faith can say to the Lord, Thank you, God, for this day. Thank you, God, for your love. Thank you, God, for forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus, that with your spirit, you heal me of all my wounds. You restore me and you allow me to live for your glory now and forever. Amen. Sing them over again to me. i
together. Lord God, we have grateful hearts as we realize again today that life is your precious gift and you are our dear Father. Through Jesus Christ, help us also to realize that you have redeemed us, that you've washed our hearts clean by the shed blood of Christ on Calvary. But Lord, help us also by your Spirit to heal within. Teach us not only to love you, but to love ourselves. And then fill us with your Holy Spirit that we might love all people that you bring into our lives. We praise you, for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the radio and the internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray that today's message has helped you come to understand life is God's precious gift to each one of us. And we fully embrace our purpose in life when we walk by faith in harmony with God. Christian Crusaders has been blessed by the financial and prayerful commitment of our listening family. We ask you to continue remembering this ministry as a part of your weekly worship and to share this ministry with your family and loved ones. Mail your gift if you're so inclined to do so to Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Or visit our secure website at christiancrusaders.org. You'll find it easy to support this ministry by following the Give link located at the top of our webpage. All donations are tax deductible. Our website includes podcasts of past programs, as well as daily devotions and inspiring interviews. Visit us online today at christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to join us today, and we look forward to worshiping with you again next Sunday. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders now in its 84th year of broadcasting biblical truth.